Social Zoom Factor, episode 142. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life Zoomed. Does your current website or blog got you down? Do you need a better hosting platform to help your business zoom turbo versus speeds that are slow and holding you back? No need to look any further than our partner HostGator. Have an existing site? No worries. They can seamlessly transfer your existing site for free and have you zooming turbo in no time for as little as $4 a month. Check them out at HostGator.com and save 30% on new hosting packages using the coupon code Zoom or simply go to SocialZoomFactor.com slash HostGator. Are you ready to turn your social media management, engagement, and collaboration efforts to turbo? Our new partner, Sprout Social, empowers marketers to engage, measure, and work smarter, not just harder, when it comes to social media. Check them out at www.SproutSocial.com. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. So glad you are with me today. Today, we are talking about why you cannot start with the technology when it comes to being successful at integrating social media into your business. And I am going to give you five solid reasons why and some tips on how you can make sure that you approach it the right way with a focus on your audience. Because social media is truly about a conversation. It's about people. And I always say that we should be looking at heart counts and the way that we are impacting people's hearts and minds and and being who they are and what they are in life versus just looking at things like follower counts and those types of things. So how can we be building a community of connected human beings that are helping one another, that we're helping each other achieve our goals if we only start with the technology? And I do a lot of speaking and training internationally. And one of the very first questions that I will ask people is what What is the first thing that comes to mind when I say the word social media? And you think about that for a second. What's the first thing that comes to mind when I say, what do you think about when you think about social media? Most people will raise their hands and they will say Facebook. Facebook is definitely the number one answer. Then they'll say things like Twitter or YouTube or blogging, whatever is the thing that they like to do. But the truth is, Social media does not equal Facebook and many smart marketers and business leaders waste years of time and loads of money on tools and technology and chasing shiny objects and trying to get the technology to solve their problems when in reality, they don't know their customer. They don't know how to connect with their customer as a human being. They don't have a Facebook problem. They don't have a Twitter problem. They have a 
Marketing 101 problem. And if you ever have spent a day in a college level business marketing class, you hopefully learned Marketing 101, that we need to understand our customer. We need to know where our customer is at. So that's some of the things we're going to talk about today. And People confuse social media with social business all the time. And I have loads of podcasts that will help you. I have a social media in a nutshell podcast. I have some that talk about the difference between social media and social business. So I will make sure that I put links to some past episodes that will help you with all of these foundational concepts that you truly need to understand to be successful in online marketing for any type of business. And I don't care if it's B2B or if it's B2C or what you want to call it. You need to understand these things. So I will put some solid resources for you at socialzoomfactor.com slash 142 because this is episode 142. So let's first dig in and let's briefly explain the definition of social business and social media. And then I'm also going to give you a quick definition of brand because it's important that you understand the difference. Many people confuse social media and social business. They're actually two very different things. And we don't want to, we want to be careful we're not blurring the two together too much. So social business. Social business is becoming a social business, transforms the organization from the inside out. It connects the internal with the external in a way that enhances relationships and create shared value for the people, the business, and ecosystem as a whole. That is how we define social business. So it includes, of course, social media. It includes processes. It includes methodologies and best practices and tools and technology, but integrating them into your business with a purpose of of helping you run efficiently so that you can connect your internal organization, the people inside of your organization with the external in a way that enhances relationships and creates shared value for the entire ecosystem. Okay, so it is so much bigger than Facebook. So becoming a social business is not something that you can say, okay, by October of next year, we're going to be a social business wrong. You know, you can have goals and objectives along the way, but you will always, always be evolving to become a social business. You're not going to hop on Facebook and master Twitter and master Instagram and LinkedIn, and then you have met the definition of a social business. It's so much deeper than that. And then when we look at social media, it refers to the means of interactions among people in which they create, share, and exchange in information and ideas in virtual communities and networks. So Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and Pinterest and Instagram and Snapchat and Periscope and all these tools and technology, they are just the medium. They are just the way for which we can communicate. And I'm seeing some people out there using the word like social medias uh, as a a plural word. That's actually incorrect because social media is a 
it's already plural. Social media means different types of communication mediums. Okay. So hopefully that gives you an understanding. Uh, you know, I know this is quick, but a little bit of the difference between social media and social business. Now, brand, I love this definition from Seth Godin. And a brand is the set of expectations, memories, stories, and relationships that when taken together, account for a consumer's decision to choose one product or service over another. If the consumer, whether it be a business, a buyer, a voter, or a donor, doesn't pay a premium, make a selection, or spread the word, then no brand value exists for that consumer. So I love that definition because it's basically saying if the consumer, if the person does not make an investment in mindshare or in understanding or time in spreading the word, then no value is going to exist for that consumer. And that is really important as we lead into this conversation today. And we're talking about how you can build a social media strategy and architecture for success in business why you have to understand your consumer because it's not just about putting content out there. It's not just about building these platforms and understanding Facebook. You need to understand human beings. You need to be looking at the hearts of your community and make sure you are touching them. Make sure you are earning their trust so that you can move the needle in the right directions. But at the end of the day, it is all about the people. That is absolutely the number one thing that matters. So let's go ahead and get started into some of the the top five reasons why, you know, slash tips. Number one, and we've been talking about this, is knowing your audience. You can't start with the technology because if you start with the wrong social network, what if your target and ideal customer isn't even hanging out there? What if you you target LinkedIn and you you find that your ideal customer is spending very little time on LinkedIn? Okay, they and the average person um, that is spending time on LinkedIn is not spending hours and hours a day on LinkedIn. And so, if you are targeting an ideal customer and you're putting all your social eggs into a LinkedIn basket, and that's not where your customer is, you are going to have a hard time being successful. Same thing goes for Facebook. Same thing goes for Snapchat. Same thing goes for Instagram. You need to know where your customer is hanging out. And I always say your mission is to figure out where your ideal customer is hanging out online. And then you need to figure out how you can go have the most relevant, valuable conversation with them that you possibly can. So where are they engaging? How are they engaging? What are they talking about? What is the tone? What is the sentiment of those conversations? And how can you join the conversation? How can you add value to the conversation? How can you be a meaningful, contributing part of that conversation? That is the question that you need to ask yourself. And as you are prioritizing what social technology networks you are going to be spending time and investing in understanding and learning, they better be based on where your audience is. And that's why you'll see us. That's why we don't 
we don't spread ourselves too thin. I don't have time to go spend all the days and nights on Snapchat and even some of these other platforms that are popping up. Google Plus, I've never spent too much time there. Why? Because my target and ideal customer is absolutely not hanging out on those platforms. I am not at this moment going to reach a C-level executive of a small, medium, successful business with my Snapchat stories, okay? Yes, maybe I could, maybe I could get them to, to look at them. However, my time, I know for a fact, is better invested in other things, in our integrated digital platform, in the media that we are producing, and uh, even Instagram, where I know some of them are hanging out on, and Twitter, and my blog, and all of Facebook, and all of the other things that we are doing. So it doesn't mean that you don't like a platform if you don't invest in it heavily. It doesn't mean that you can't go invest in that platform at a later time. It simply means that you are prioritizing your investment in time and money where it is going to have the right payoff, both short, medium, and long-term, and where it's going to help you best invest in a relationship with your customer so that you can truly start to nurture relationships with the right people, okay? So tip number two is to know yourself. And Gary Vee has been talking a lot about self-awareness lately, which I think is a really, really good conversation. And we need to be aware of our strengths and our weaknesses. And we need to know what things are we good at? Where do we need to improve? And I, I'm a huge believer in not always pushing people into something that they don't feel comfortable with. So I, if, if you know that you don't like to talk and you are going to be saying, um, every other word, podcasting is probably not where you want to start. If you are uncomfortable talking, you're going to hate podcasting. And then the chances of you succeeding in the next three to six months are going to be very slim. You're probably going to end up throwing in the towel and saying this doesn't work because you need to know yourself. You need to know your strengths and your weaknesses. You need to know where can you shine and you need to crawl, walk, run. Now that that doesn't mean that you shouldn't push yourself in certain areas. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't invest in learning. You know, video is a huge thing that many, many people from, you know, lower level people within an organization all the way up to business owners and C-level executives, people feel very uncomfortable with in front of a camera. And they just don't feel that it's natural for them. So uh, live streaming is a great example. Although I think live streaming has a ton of opportunity right now. And it's really coming up uh, as far as adoption. Things like Periscope and Meerkat are making it so easy for us to do mobile broadcasting directly from our iPhone or our Android device. There are still many people who are not comfortable with that. And we work with a lot of clients who are you know, who are crawling, walking, running because their C-level executive is not ready to go get in front of a live video. Does that make them not authentic? Absolutely not. They are just self-aware of what their strengths and what their weaknesses are. So you need to make sure if you are building a plan 
and wanting to implement that and include people within your larger organization or your larger ecosystem of partners and clients and friends, you need to know where they are on that technology adoption life cycle. You need to help them be self-aware of where they are. And I did a podcast recently on how important it is for you to understand the technology adoption life cycle. And I encourage you to check that out because we talk about how to communicate with different people that may have different views and adoption uh, timeframes for how quickly they are embracing new technologies. And you need to make sure you're communicating with them individually and differently. But make sure that you know where you're going to shine, where you need to work on, um, what you need to invest in in regard to training and tools and technology to help you learn the things that you do need to improve. Because I believe we should always, always be pushing ourselves. I don't think we should ever stay in a box and just say, you know, well, I'm very self-aware and I suck at this, so I'm never going to do this. No, I want you to say, yes, I'm good at these things. I may not be so good at these things, but I am going to implement these strategies and tactics to get better at A, B, and C because there is a business or a personal life reason why I need to do that. So make sure that it's justified, which leads us to tip number three. But before we go there, we need to hear a few words from our sponsors because they are what keep the Social Zoom Factor podcast Zooming. I will be right back. Smart digital marketers know they must proactively discover, inspire, and interact with their customers on social media. Sprout Social puts turbo social marketing power in your hands with a platform that is both powerful and user-friendly. It simply gets out of the way and empowers brands to easily listen, engage, proactively respond, measure, and most importantly, nurture relationships with both new fans and loyal brand evangelists. Sprout Social is a platform that can help you achieve business results. If you want to truly connect with your online community and start streamlining your social engagement, start with a free 30-day trial of Sprout Social today. Check them out at www.sproutsocial.com. Again, that's sproutsocial.com. Would you like to get your business Zooming Turbo online, but don't know where to start? Is website development not your thing? Check out HostGator.com for all of your hosting needs. They have easy one-click WordPress installs or drag and drop website builders. If you need even more help, their website design, setup, SEO, and even managed services can have you Zooming in no time. We have been hosting our own and client sites at HostGator for years, and I can personally validate that their service by far beats out their competition. With one little tweet, email, or chat conversation, they are there and ready to help you Zoom or resolve any issues that may come up 24-7, 365 days of the year. HostGator has the capacity to grow with you and scale when and how you need them to without headache or costing you a fortune. Check out HostGator.com today and save 30% on new hosting packages with coupon code Zoom or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. Again, that's social zoomfactor.com slash host gator. 
Okay, I'm back. So tip number three is know your why. So tip number two, we talked about knowing yourself and understanding your strengths and your weaknesses. Tip number three is knowing your why. Why are you doing what you're doing? At the end of the day, what does success look like to you? What does it smell like? What does it feel like? What are you spending your time doing? You need to answer those questions because you need to always be able to go back to your why to keep a level of sanity. Because when you start to spend too much time, whether you're on you know, mobile broadcasting, you're on Twitter all night, you're on Facebook, you're on LinkedIn, you're on Instagram, you're on Snapchat. And when you start to feel overwhelmed, like you're just drowning in these tools and technology, and I know so many of you are feeling that right now because you've told me that you are, you don't need to be everywhere all the time. You don't need to be tweeting 24 hours a day. What is your why in life? If your why in life is to spend more time with your kids and you are an entrepreneur and you own your own business, then what the heck are you doing tweeting 24 hours a day, seven days a week, okay? Unless you are in major build mode for your organization, I would still challenge you to think about why are you doing what you're doing? Because there's probably a more efficient way to do that. And I can tell you, ever since the first day that we launched our business and I left a 15-year corporate career that was very successful and ventured out into the world of entrepreneurship to build my own business... I have turned off on the weekends. Why and how is because I build an integrated online digital platform that works when I'm not working. I am about working smarter, not just harder. I know we need to work hard. It never stops. And I know as an entrepreneur, it's tough. But don't let social media take over your life. Don't let these shiny objects take you to a place that you have no life, okay? Tip number four is to develop your plan inclusive of goals and objectives. Bottom line, there is no ROI for social media if you don't have a strategy and you don't have a plan, okay? So you need to understand things like KPIs, key performance indicators that are going to help you measure the desired business transformation that you are looking for. You need to know business objectives that are going to help you define where you are going and why. They will all support your why. What are the desired shifts that you want to make in your business? And these could be things like brand awareness in new markets, sentiment shifts. Do you want to change the sentiment of how people are talking about your brand positively, negatively, whatever is going on? Do you want to increase or establish thought leadership? Do you want to decrease the sales cycle, how long it's taking you to close deals or attract new customers, increase lead generation, increase customer satisfaction? That's a huge one for many brands. Or how about community growth? Do you have a goal to build community? Do you want to grow an email subscriber list so that you can launch a member platform or you can help grow your business? Are you wanting to launch an influencer program, a tribe of of evangelists and advocates internally and externally who are going to help carry your message and support your efforts and engage them in an organic, natural way? 
Or do you want to increase sales? Most businesses want to absolutely increase sales. So those are the desired objectives and shifts that you want to make in your business. How are you going to do that? Okay. Last but not least is tip number five. And this is making sure that you are focused on outcomes because it's not what the technology can do for you, but it's what you can do with the technology. Know how you can leverage the technology to achieve your business and life objectives. So select tools, select technology. This includes measurement platforms and dashboards and everything you're using and spending time and resource on. Select those based on what you want to measure and why. How are you going to build relationships? How are you going to earn trust? Who are you going to earn trust with? Focus on desired outcomes. And if you do these things, okay, so let's go through them. You know your audience. You know yourself. You are self-aware. You know where you need to improve. You know your why. You are developing your plan inclusive of your goals and objectives. And you are focused on your outcomes Okay, that is going to help you prioritize the social networks that you need to be investing on. So instead of just jumping on the latest and greatest platform that is launched and your ideal customer isn't even hanging out there, and then you wonder in three or six months why you have zero business results, and then you write a blog post and say, social media doesn't work for my business. Well, hello, there's a reason why it's not working. So don't beat your head on the table over learning all of these latest Facebook features or how to Snapchat when you don't even know who your ideal customer is or where they are hanging out online. Okay, you have got to prioritize the right strategies and tactics to build your plan, know your customer, and you are going to achieve results faster and better, and you can have a life while you're doing it. So I hope this podcast today helped you. I hope it gives you some strategies and some tactics that you can implement immediately. Just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash 142. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.